like this. What is this? You like this? this? Yeah. This is uh, sent to us by Lucas MacArthur. Oh, Lucas. It's very, um, like, dirgy. I like that. Ooh, it's very goth. Thank you. Believe you me, art is a tree. I really like this. Different for us. So Thank chill. you. Thank you, Lucas. Mommies, as you're hearing this, I am right now in Syracuse, New York. I am at the Syracuse Funny Bone, uh, October 9th through 12th. Me and Theo are locking it down. Then, October 16th through 19th, the Des Moines Funny Bone in Des Moines. Iowa. And then October 25th through 27th, Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego. And uh, follow us on Twitter, pretty please, at Christina P., at Tom Segura. That's where we put all kinds of stuff for you guys to That's know what's about. Up. What about you, Denim, Denim, Denim? Daddy Denim, I am, as you hear this, I'm getting ready to go to Comics at Foxwoods Comedy Club and Casino. Mm. I'll be there out in Connecticut. What up? And I will be doing a few shows. Please come see me at Comics at Foxwoods Comedy Club and Casino. Um, that's the 10th through the 12th. Let's see. Oh, also, let's see. Oh, I already fucked that up. Um, <laughs> what did you fuck up? I forgot to promote something that I'm doing before this comes out. But that's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, oh, poop. The next week, I'm going to Houston. All our Houston fans, I'll be there with um, my closing act, Joe Rogan. You should come see us October 18th. Go to uh, Joe Rogan's site and um, you can see us in Houston this is what I wanted to tell you November November 1st and 2nd I'm going to do the small room at Flappers and I'm going to do an hour I'm doing one show Friday November 1st two shows uh, Saturday November 2nd at the small room at Flappers, I'm running an hour set. You're going to see the hour that I'm going to shoot um, for my special the following weekend. Uh, and then uh, November 9th, I shoot the special in Minneapolis. And I will post on my Twitter feed um, the link, and we'll post it on our website and everything where you can get the tickets. All right? I All hope, right. Uh, hope that keeps your jeans up. Um, what else, jeans? Well, I'll tell you this. Super tight denim jeans. Oh, so tight. Ah, I can't breathe. <laughs> Whoa. Mm. Do you want to do this show or not? Yeah. So our teacher's not afraid of you. How do they teach you when you're in the classroom? No, they ask, can we teach you now? Then I say, yes. And then they go, one plus one. And I'm like, five. I want those type of things. Quick class, very quick class. This shit is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Welcome, welcome, welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. I just fed you is barely good. I mean, I ate it too. What about the eggs, though? Ah, uh, they might be okay. I think so. I don't think that turkey meat's any good. Turkey meat, I just threw out. <laughs> and there was some other stuff in there. It was there. so gray. Right, so. Oh, there's like I. I also I'm a food hoarder. I don't like to throw food away. There are strawberries I had cut up like before we left, and they're in Tupperware. Just so disgusting. There's an eggplant parmesan I made two weeks ago. So I'm throwing it out. Damn. I'm so fat right now. I just realized that. Do the skirt that I'm wearing, yeah. it's like squeezing all my stomach meat. Well, go to McDonald's today. <laughs> Why don't you go to McDonald's today? I'm so fucking fat from the South, man. All the barbecue we ate, all the, you know, buffalo wings and... Yeah. Oh my, Jesus Christ. We did it up. 
We did it up, man. So fucking fat. How much weight do you think you gain? On this trip? Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I tried to like kind of dial back some of the <laughs> the work with um you know, I would have I'd be like, just give me a salad this meal. So I would right. try to clean out the the, right. the damage and I ran, worked out a couple times mm-hmm. in the hotels. It just kind of, you know, pulls back the reins a little bit. A little so bit. maybe I just didn't maybe I stayed the same. Well, I'd like to hope that we did, but I think the late night eating because we eat, we good eat for like you. at one in the morning. Yeah, it's fine. Like, That's what need, doctors say to do. <laughs> you got to eat like a chili cheeseburger with fries and then lay down. That you That's have to do it that way. Doctor, doctor recommended. Ordered, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, and you have to drink a lot of alcohol first. Get yourself mm-hmm. really hungry. Eat a chili cheeseburger and fries, and then lay down. We didn't do a chili cheeseburger. We did. We did. Uh, we did a lot. Yeah, but we didn't do a chili cheeseburger with fries at one in the morning. We didn't do that once. We did more. We did. Like, That's true. Yeah. What did we do? Let's just. We should just put it out fess there. Up. Yeah. Steak. We did steak that first night. Oh, <laughs> well, wait a minute. Mm. In um, in Columbus, I didn't really. What did we end up we eating? We had Bob Evans. We yeah. had pizza. 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 We had pizza. Uh. Late night in the green room. Yeah, that was that was one night. Uh, we ordered steaks. Pizza. <laughs> we ordered steaks the next night with loaded baked potatoes around yeah. eleven p.m. We did that. Yeah, uh, I forgot about that. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> next night, pizza. <laughs> next night, what do we do, Tom? The next night. Where did we go the next night? I think we were in Nashville. Yeah. We did like decent food. No, we did a good. Cheese spread. We did a cheese platter at 11 p.m. Tuna tartar. Tuna tartar. A bunch of shit. But then the real treat came the following night when you were like, oh, I'm so hungry. Let's go to Buffalo Wild Wings. And then you placed an order for how many wings? Uh, 30. 30 chicken wings for two people. 30. I have a confession to make. What's that? When I went in to pick them up, mm-hmm. I ordered more. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Why? Because I thought it wasn't enough. You thought 30 wings wasn't? I, in my mind, because I was hungry, I was like, I'm going to think, I, I know. Like, cause you, Jesus. Well, babe. you go, when you go. You always say that I don't, you know, I'm the big dog, and I big dog doesn't share. No, big dog eats super fast, and then the little dog doesn't get to eat enough. So in my mind, I go, all right, I should probably, I'm going to eat like 20 of these. Uh-huh. And then what if you're really hungry? This is how I thought when I was in there. I go, what if you're really hungry, mm-hmm. and you know, you're like, yeah, I'm going to eat 10 wings, big deal. Maybe you, have, you want more. That's how I thought. Mm. So I basically thought, I needed to to back it up. But the great (laughs) irony of this all that we're not even telling them is that how many did we throw away? Like half of them. More than half. Yeah. So we didn't even eat half of that order. It's funny. You don't think that we can clear 30 wings at midnight. 35. Yeah. You don't think that's a good idea? 35 wings and then lay down and sleep for the night. Right. But what I'm saying is that you ended up having five wings. Yeah. Right. Because I'm smaller considerably. But I didn't know. I yeah. didn't know what you were But gonna... now you know my wing threshold. Right, but see, we needed that experience. <laughs> like, if you're not a regular wing person, right. like, I just found out that I needed about 12, right. and I was happy. <laughs> yeah, because generally in restaurants, when you order wings, don't they come in, like, six, That's that's and then, like, a dozen, maybe yeah. a baker's dozen, mm-hmm. usually baker's dozen, and then, like, 20, and then after 20, you're in a contest, basically. Mm-hmm. You're the biggest pig in the world. Yeah, it just didn't sound like, I mean, because I picture the wing, it's not that big, and we went into it really hungry. So, you know, I mean, it's one of my problems. It's not even like the eating amount, it's the ordering amount. Right, it's your scarcity. Are you afraid? Oh, yeah, you're afraid no, it won't be enough. Right. So yeah. it's like if, if, if you hold me out and you go, you sit me down at a restaurant and it's, um, it's late and I'm starving, I'm going to order way more than I'm going to eat. I know. But you know what? On the road, you kind of have to do you that. You have to. Because yeah. you know what else we did? We tried. We made them make yeah. those wings all differently. Yeah, yeah. And we found that sometimes you took one bite, you're it's like, disgusting. oh, I don't like any of these. That's the key to road ordering is that you order way too much of different things. 
And that way you're you're at least going to get two of those things be good. Yeah. And then you're going to eat well. Otherwise exactly. you're fucked. You order one thing and then it tastes like shit and you're fucked. Thank yeah. you. Now that clip you opened with, that was a South African guy. Yeah. And I loved it. It was sent a while ago and then it's been sent a few more times and... You know, we sometimes we just don't get to the stuff that we need to get to, but it was it's a golden clip. This is a guy who's being interviewed outside by a journalist from from like a local news station, we presume. He is uh, a South African student. Mm-hmm. He's dressed for school, the traditional kind of dress for a lot of um I would say a schoolboy? Yeah, it's a he's white button down. He's got the short down. pants on. No, he's got a white button down. Burp. And he's got navy blue pants. Yeah. And he's holding a whip. Yeah. And he has an amazing uh, personality, uh, amazing um, uh, kind of mannerisms, gestures that he makes. And he, this clip is just, it's full of gold. What is it called so that people can Google it and not? Um, I would just look for South African, South, dude? South African student. Okay, that's the title yeah, on that's YouTube, it. you guys. South African student interview, and they've already, it's one of those videos that gets copied and reposted, so yeah. it's out there a thousand times. He's holding a whip. Oh, man, how is the day so far at school? Ah, wonderful, man. How is the day so far at school? Ah, wonderful, ah, wonderful man. man. He's like super, so like, sarcastic. he keeps gesturing, it. like, big with his hands, like, oh, this is the best shit ever, man. There's obviously a story <laughs> behind this that we're not, got, yeah. like, why, there's an issue happening of with course. school and the students, but. Of course. Oh man, how is the day so far at school? Ah, wonderful, man. No business is going very well, you know. Since the price of Cotley has gone up, you know, students are still buying, but, you know, but we're cool. It's, it's very nice here, man. The price, the price of something has gone up. Cotla? Yeah, but students are still buying. Wait, remember, um, what's his name? Our little adopted African boy. Lloyd. Lloyd. Doesn't he reference that? Maybe. He, me- he mentions the Cosa. Cosa. Which, which this guy yes, ends up yes. mentioning, yeah. Which is a tribe. South African South tribe, Africa. yeah. Yes. What do you mean? Are you not learning? No learning happening today? No, no. I'm, not, I'm, I'm currently on my lunch break. I mean, come on, man. How can I learn during lunch? Yeah, what do you want? What do you think? I must always be behind the book like you know, Caucasian. Come on, man. I'm here to do something real with my life, like the money and things like that. Why the whip you're carrying in your hand? What is that all about? So I didn't follow 100% what he said. Oh, I remember. Wasn't David Cow telling us something like this? Like they had some subsidized learning program for the black people there because they felt that they needed some kind of white help or something. I don't know. Maybe this, I can't remember now everything. Do you remember David Cow? He had a joke. He's like, thank you so much for my government sponsored reading program. And yeah. he has that accent. Yeah, yeah, he does yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, man. I wonder what this is about. Now mm. I'm curious. Uh, the whip I'm carrying in my hand, you know, is it's a very great idea given to me by Cossas, you know, because they said that, you know, if someone hits you, you must hit them back. So this thing is one of my self-defense mechanism, you know, <laughs> against Mr. Mabunda, you know. He likes touching us, you know, doing funny things like, you know, come here, my boy, you know. Then if he does that, I'm like, where's that, you know. That is a real fucking whip, man. It's a real whip. Yeah, did you hear that whip? Yeah, it's pretty dude. serious sounding. That's some African whip. Those type of things, you know, because I can defend myself. And so with all this violence, shouldn't you be involving the police? I mean, why are students fighting with the... No, no, no. I, I, I cannot involve the police. Why must I do that? I must involve the police when Kossa said that I can take action against myself. For myself, actually. You know, 40 students, one teacher. Who's going to win? We will win, Baba. Sibapaya. Sibapaya, man. Sibapaya. Yeah, that's crucial. No, no, no. So are teachers not afraid of you? How do they teach you when you're in the classroom? No, they ask, can we teach you now? Then I say, yes. And then they go, one plus one. And I'm like, five. I want those type of things. Quick class, very quick class. <laughs> if I say lunch break time, no, I go now. I can, you know. So cool. Oh, man. I love that he said, the teachers go, can we teach you now? <laughs> yeah. Can we teach you now? Uh, I just love listening to this accent. It's I love great. the South African. It's amazing. Yeah. This, what a neat country. What a beautiful Wonderful time so, we had there. This guy, this guy is, he's a fucking, like... Oh, he's a radical. Oh, my God. Bunda, you know. He likes touching us, you know. I don't know if they're who he's talking about, but it's obviously... Mabunda. A person in power. Yeah. 
know, doing funny things, like, you know, come here, Check my boy, hey, you know. <laughs> then if he does that, I'm like, when's that, you know. Whoa. Those type of things, you know, because I can defend myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love his sarcasm. I love, yeah, and he punctuates. He's like, because I can defend myself. He punctuates everything. So obviously the Kosas, uh, they were telling them you should pick up a whip and defend yourself or something to them. Sure, against Kosa. whoever... Oh. Cosa. They're so Cosa. dope, dude. I like his sarcasm. Yeah. He's a fucking... That guy's a, a fucking South African punker, dude. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's yeah, just he's like those Brit punk Yeah, I love people. it. Yeah. I just love him. I love his energy. Can we teach anger. you? And so with all this violence, shouldn't you be involved in the police? I mean, why are students why fighting with it? No, no, no. I, I cannot involve the police. Why must I do that? I must involve the police when Kosa said that I can take action against myself. For myself, actually. You know, 40 students, one teacher. Who's going to win? We will win, Baba. We will win, Baba. Sibapaya. Sibapaya. Yeah, that's crucial. Monto one. No, no, no. So a teacher's not afraid of you. How do they teach you when you're? This is my favorite. Mm-hmm. This is my the classroom. No, they ask, "Can we teach you now?" Then I say, "Yes," mm-hmm. and then they go one plus one, and I'm like five. <laughs> <laughs> you hit me ding dong, pizza. Uh, hit me ding dong. That country boy, I tell you, they're so beautiful. They have so many problems. Remember Jacob Zuma? We were there. That's the president of South Africa. Yeah. And uh, Zuma was saying how uh, he didn't get AIDS from a prostitute he slept with because he took a shower afterward. Mm -hmm. And that's all you have to do to prevent HIV infection. Yeah, that was pretty good. And he sat. He took a shower. Well, the big thing is that not only was he the president and all that, but at at the time he sat on the like AIDS awareness board. (laughs) He's he's coming from a position of like information. Yeah. Really Here's somebody you can trust. Yeah, he has like 12 wives, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yay, yay. It's a poor country, man. Pretty. Well, no wonder that kid's pissed off. I would be, too. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, fuck that shit. Well, well, that's what you get for living in South Africa. What, a whip? I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like he had a choice. Hey, you know what I noticed, mm. BTW? We've been talking about Webster for the last, like, three episodes. Yeah. Uh, I've had that city song in my head, unfortunately, for like uh, days. Can we play just a little bit? Do you uh, have it? Yeah, I do have it. It's gonna um, do. It's gonna do. I I can't stop. Ding chong, ching tong tang. Is that what babe. he sings? Ding dong, ching chong. City do, bidig boo, kakawa poo. Where is it? Um, it's gonna do. But uh, I was looking at pictures of Webster in the 80s at the height of his fame. And I noticed that, and a lot, if you, if you Google Webster, like Emmanuel Lewis, uh, the sitcom, there's like promo shots of him with George and Mam. Yeah. And I'm assuming he's something like 12 years old there, even though he looks like he's four. And he's missing his top teeth. So like either they never grew in and the network was like, no, 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 leave those teeth out. Because you're going to look even more adorable and young. Or like they didn't put flippers because that's what usually what they give kids who are missing teeth or flippers. Yeah. That means like Emmanuel Lewis's parents didn't even like fix his teeth and he was 12 or 13 years old. Mm. Which is absurd. Hold on. All right. Sorry. Um, but yeah, you said you wanted a little. I'd taste. like to hear City Connection again. <laughs> There's seriously love it. nothing cuter than this kid in the whole fucking world. Baby! I want one, yeah. don't you? Of course. I got another video. Um, here's another clip of his you might, you also might like. I don't know if you'll 
like it as much, but it's also a pretty good um City connection. It doesn't even make sense. A city connection. <laughs> Sometimes grown up touch kids in ways they don't like. I was wrestling with my uncle and it changed. He felt icky. When touching feels funny, it's hard to know what to do. Say no. Then go. Then tell. I remember this. Remember that? Say no, then go, then tell. tell. Yeah. Well, if it isn't uh, the Emmanuel Lewis kettle calling Michael Jackson black, no weird, shit. isn't it? I know, right? Jeez. The guy who spent all that time with MJ. <laughs> the irony is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought he was finger banging Emmanuel back then. Nobody thought that MJ was doing that stuff. No. Speaking of Emmanuel and touching, a lot of people when we talked about Webster um, were like, have you seen... Ricky Schroeder's Webster story from when he was on <laughs> Joe Rogan. And yeah. it's pretty amazing. This is a this is an old episode of Rogan too. This is back when it was still on the couch. Mm. Not even in the studio. He sat on the couch in his office. I never oh wow. Yeah. I know that's that's how it started. Yeah, I used to I, I was I'm a, I think I'm on episode eight. Oh my gosh. This is episode thirty seven. And like you sat on the couch and he had microphones. I remember because when you sit on a couch, you know, you have to kind of sit up. Yeah. And I, he kept telling me, like, man, sit up, man. And I was like, my back hurts. I want to sit back. <laughs> um, we like to lay down and do our shit yeah. practically. But here is, uh, you want to hear Ricky Schroeder telling this? I would this? love to hear this. Okay. This is pretty amazing. This is Ricky I used Schroeder. I love the Ricker, by the way. Of course. I had such, he was my first love, I think, was Ricky Schroeder besides John Goodman. Silver like, Spoons, right? Oh my God! When I was a little girl, I thought I was I was hoping I would marry Ricky Schroeder. Yeah, I wanted God, to be Ricky Schroeder. So fine. Um, so mm. they're both. I guess he and Webster are stars around the same big stars. Huge yeah, around stars. The same time. Oh my gosh! A prison of four. You know. So the Webster story. So so I'm you know at one of these um, network junkets where you go to promote your show and stuff, and all the other actors and casts are there from their shows, and this little. Man, black kid, this tall was just cute as could be, man. And just like, I put him on my knee and I started just playing with him and bouncing him around. And he was giggling and laughing and having a good time. And then, like, you know, I liked kids. I've always liked kids. So I laid the kid back and I blew, like, like in his neck. Zerbert. A Zerbert? Is that yeah, what it's yeah, called? Yeah, that's what Dill calls it. <laughs> I blew him a couple Zerberts. And he's, like, right. giggling like a little, like a little four-year-old, right? And <laughs> I put him away and let him go ahead now. You're, I'm done playing with you. And somebody comes over and says, you know, he's 16, right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we were the same age. We were the same age, man. 16. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying that he was 16 and he, he had no teeth. Uh-huh. So bizarre. This whole Webster thing, now looking back, at the time it seemed so normal. Right. And now as an adult, I'm like, this this happened? This little weird dude right? was on the Ricker's lap? That's so fucking great. By the way, those Webster PSAs, do you remember those PSAs growing up in the no, 80s? No, uh-uh. You maybe just missed out on them. There was a huge wave of PSA stuff. I don't know, maybe it was the Reagan years. I think uh, Nancy Reagan or somebody wanted to... The D.A.R.E. program came out, and so there was a million people. All our favorite sitcom actors were doing these stupid fucking PSAs. Like, Punky Brewster had a drug episode where she and Margot were doing blow in the clubhouse, and then at the end it would be like, Punky says, don't do drugs. And everything was about getting molested, oh, being right. set on fire. If, right. you, if you're set on fire, you got to roll. Stop, drop, and roll. If you get touched, you got to say no, then go, then tell. If you do drugs, you got to say no. It was like this weird... In the 80s, everybody was obsessed with children getting burned, raped, or doing drugs. What if Webster said that his reason for doing the PSA was because of the Zerberts Ricky Schroeder gave him? <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. Oh, he's like this blonde man. Tickled me and made <laughs> me feel. 16. She was sixteen years old. What does that do to a person? Do you think to have to pretend to be four and you're sixteen? He he knew what he was doing because yeah. he said it in that interview. He's and like, he I worked was, it. 
milking the onion to give the puppy eyes. Like, You're adorable. He's a puppy. He's a it's puppy. like puppies now. Dogs learn how to win you over. <laughs> to manipulate. Now, do you think that was the attraction between he and Michael, that they were both in a regressed yes. state of mind? And basically, he's exactly what Michael wanted because he knew what Michael enjoyed, which was the like child. That, <gasps> right, the innocence. So he was like, wow. Ah. And he was... Pretending to be four with Michael. Wow. God, it's so sick. Yeah. It all makes sense now. I wish uh, modern day Webster was as cute as back then. Isn't it disappointing? Yeah. Because he didn't grow up. He just got fatter and older. Yeah. He didn't get taller. Yeah. Why don't, can't someone starve him? Put him on a starvation <laughs> diet? We need- <laughs> Here's what we got to do, guys. We got to starve Webster down to child weight again. Yeah. Knock those front teeth out. And get him on a sitcom ASAP. Hi. A little plastic surgery. There's only one mommy. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so adorable. Didn't you tell me uh, that... Um, ding, ding, ching, chong, ching. It's not ding, dong, ching, chong, ching. I ordered Chinese food. Ding Kung dong. Pao chicken is delicious for you, too. Ching, ching, <laughs> chong. What you gonna ching? You're gonna chong. <laughs> But why the song? Like, was his manager like, you know what you got to do, bro? Now that you're big here, you got to record a song in Japan. Like, did Ricky Schroeder have a song then? I don't know. Or Gary Coleman? I don't know, man. I wonder if Gary Gary Coleman, if he didn't have a song, was stupid. Because that guy couldn't have been a bigger star, too. Is he dead, Gary Coleman? Yeah. 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 I think he died. Yeah. He couldn't have been a bigger act. God damn it, that Gary Coleman. I hope he had money. I don't think he did, though. Yeah. I don't I think they fuck those guys. You and George both made great daddies. But there's only one mommy. What do you think it's like being one of the adults on that show when they're like, here's the pilot you're gonna do? Oh my god, to get that script. Adorable little blackhead, and they're like, What? (laughs) And uh, he's seventeen. But (laughs) he looks like he's three. Well, my favorite part of the whole pitch is like, wait, you guys have seen the show Different Strokes, right? Yeah. Well, we're going to do our version of it, so we need a small black kid. I don't know if you know, this is a pretty popular show. <laughs> so uh... so tacky. And that's literally how television development works. And movies. Everything. Everything is the same, exactly. Everything. That's why all those sci-fi movies now, they're all the same, you know? Like, <laughs> you look at like, really like Avatar, Oblivion, all, all those big... And then the one star is like, I'll, I'll, I'll save my, I'll give myself to save humanity. And you watch the movie; it's the same formula, same theme, just different star, same kind of oh, effects. Oh yeah, it's even the same thing. even uh, reality shows now. Duck Dynasty is kind of the uh, the Waltons of the reality world, and now you know there's a million hillbilly spinoff shows. Like, mm-hmm. well, now now America loves hillbillies. We yeah. got to do fucking redneck. They're like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh it's so tired. Well, of course. That was fun. Do you remember? Did you watch Mr. Belvedere growing up? What was your favorite show as a kid? Ooh, I did watch that. I watched all those, man. I watched Who's the Boss, Mr. Belvedere. I watched Webster. <laughs> I watched... Who's the Boss was great. Roseanne. I watched The Cosby Show. Cheers sometimes. Oh, yeah, those are good sitcoms. That, that was the golden era, I think. When, But they're so stupid. They're, even Mr. Belvedere. Oh, Empty Nest. The Golden Girls, I used to watch Oh, the those. Golden Girls yeah. I loved, yeah. They would never make a show like Golden Girls. I would put on my short pants and sit with my mother and watch the Golden Girls. <laughs> Mommy, may I have a biscuit? Mommy, if I, <laughs> if I wear my special bonnet, can I have some more porridge? <laughs> your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. 
Hims.com slash YMH. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. My mother and I used to, my mother was a beast. Uh, my mother was a very up and down emotional person, as we know, mm-hmm. uh, probably because she's crazy. Mm-hmm. But the only time I ever really enjoyed my mother, it's an odd uh, child, uh, childhood memory of mine. The only time the beast was calm, my mother, is when we were watching Chuck Woolery. Oh, two and two? Two and two on Love Connection. I would fucking watch that show too, man. Yeah, did your mom like With that? With my mom, loved Love Connection. I mean, the premise of that show was like... That's Patty Stanger. Yes, the Millionaire. Oh, maybe that's why you and I love Millionaire Matchmaker so much. But that, the ba- that was back before they followed people on the date. So you would have two people recounting their side of the story. And can I tell you something? I was the same way back then where I didn't like when it didn't work out. <laughs> I know. Nobody liked when it didn't work out. And Chuck Woolery, do you know that he's a real asshole? Yeah, I just pulled up his Twitter feed. Because, Somebody told me he sucks. Was it you? Yeah. Well, he's just like a fucking... Conservative, but, right? No, but he's a, like he's like a tea party guy. He's like a writer. No! Yeah. Yes, all his Twitter... Okay, here's his Twitter feed right now. Oh, no. Gaff. Obama condemns labor strikes with shutdown analogy. Here he is off teleprompter. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Um, Obama's 100% red, white, and blue American born. Like he's retweeting it ironically. Um, I love it. Canadian firm hired to build troubled Obamacare exchanges. Um, He wrote, happy birthday, income tax. You're 100 years old. Ouch. What the fuck, man? Why is he so far? He's so political. Who knew? And he's... A, okay, let's see. Chuck Wolf. Maybe a hurricane will hit and Harry Reid can turn down disaster funding and blame the Republicans and the Tea Party? Twofer? <laughs> this is two and two guy. He's a fucking nut. I know. Um, <laughs> it isn't greasy. Have you heard that commercial he does on Dr. Laura? <laughs> yeah. It's it, the, it, it isn't greasy. <laughs> He says greasy. You're never as a as a radio person. You never say. You don't pronounce it that way. He goes. I, I use this arthritis balm. It runs on smooth. It isn't greasy. I'm like what is Chuck Woolery talking about? Okay, the first clue that something is not affordable when the government tells you it's affordable oh, because it's the Affordable Care Act. Now, Tom, you picked her up in a turtleneck. What? Why did you wear the turtleneck? Well, Chuck, uh, I got a lot of style. I like to, I like to shop. I like clothes. Now, Cindy, how did you feel about Tom's turtleneck? I thought he looked kind of gay. I mean, it was pink. I'm not into guys and turtlenecks. And then it would show their stats. Remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like Cindy, 23 from Tampa, Florida. I just remembered something. <laughs> One of the best fucking intro clips we ever have <laughs> is from <laughs> Love Comet Connection. Oh, yeah. Do you remember this? Show? No. Oh my god. Gosh, well let's go back in the vaults and get it. Oh. Take the stairs down to the basement. Go get that. This is a... Uh, Chuck Woolery. Let's see if this plays here. Is this here? This is one of the... We'll be back OG. in... OG. Two and two. Two and two. Our next guest is originally from Danville, Illinois. 
He enjoys cold beer and hot music. Says that uh, he and his mom don't see eye to eye on his love life. And he claims that his job has cost him several relationships. Please welcome Robert Faggot. <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. Yeah, man. That's real? We, we played this I know, on but show. I forgot. How does he spell it? Our next guest is originally from Danville, Illinois. He enjoys cold beer and hot music. Says that uh, he and his mom don't see eye There's to eye. Love life. His, um, he and his mom and don't he, see eye to eye. F A G O T. Twenty six sales is his um thing. Status: never been married. Uh, Claims that his job has cost him several relationships. Please welcome Robert Faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Do you realize how ridiculous that intro was, though? Yeah. If you, he likes my favorite is when they have to write it like this. Uh, Robert, he says he enjoys cold beer and hot music. He and his mom don't agree on his career choice. You're like, what yeah. kind of intro is this? Yeah, they, uh, man. They used to, remember like when they would <laughs> when they would like disagree. Yes. Oh, so fucking so amazing. Let's see if this is a. I don't know. He enjoys French fries and American women. Like, what? Why? It's so corny. Welcome to Love Connection. Where all fact- he's a good looking guy. Chuck Woolery? Yeah. He certainly was. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know how he's old as shit now. But he no, he's kept it together. Really? Yeah, I mean I think he's had some work done, but he, he looks all right, man. Good for Chuck. Yeah. And his wife's like thirty five years younger than him. Okay. He's one of those guys. Can I tell you my mom had such a crush on Chuck Woolery? I think sure. she wanted to marry Chuck. I think he looks Woolery. like my Uncle Dave. I think so too. Yes, yes, you can see that. He was smooth as a host. Oh yeah, it's great. Great host. <laughs> you think he would bang the chicks that didn't have good dates? Absolutely. Yeah. That's why he does his job. She was here a few weeks ago, and the audience selected a date for her. She's originally from Missoula, Montana. She enjoys racquetball and practicing her surfing. Claims that she has a perfect way to turn down a date with a man, and she says that slow dancing is the last thing that she wants to do at a club. Please welcome Gail Rose. All right, Gail. All right, Gail. Gail's wearing a party dress. What's Gail look like? Blonde. She's got a big fluffy dress on, like an really 80s party prom dress kind of thing. Why? She takes it. Well... I don't know. I, <laughs> Did you get close to somebody? No, I just don't like people I don't know touching me. Oh. Right. Sometimes I don't well, even like... assuming you, you know this person. Sometimes I don't even like people I know touching me. Yeah. It just reminds me of when I was in high school and the guy was like, had a little bit too much to drink and they're kind of draped oh. over you. And, Whoa, wait a minute. Sorry to hear that. Not much fun. Sorry to hear that. That's kind <laughs> what, of a bummer. What do you say to a man who asks you to slow down? I just say no. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get uh, real persistent. She needs to really work out some of the stuff not on the mm. air, I think. I think she needs some counseling. Yeah. Something has happened. So if they get real persistent, I say, please, no, thank you. Just don't. Is, she's going um. back to <laughs> back to fucking date rate. Illinois, yeah. where she's from, in high school. So they don't believe me. Mm. So then they start to like, oh, please, please. They start to beg. Oh, gee, huh? I say, you know, get away from me. You smell. See, he's a good host because he... Tried to take it away from there the first time, and now she's like, I want to go back to that I stuff. I want to go back to the dark shit, Chuck. Ruggly, go away. <laughs> like a groveling man trying to go slow dance with you. And so you got this way to turn down a date. What, what, how do you do that? Well, I've been on the road in a band for the last eight years, and so I've been traveling a lot. And so I usually just say, sorry, I'm moving. Mm-hmm. And they usually believe that, because usually I am moving. Mm-hmm. And it usually doesn't hurt their feelings. They're... Hmm. Sorry, I'm moving. You know what? I think I know why. Oh, yeah, I got you. Old, what's her name? Gail, I think. I think I know why Gail's single. She's kind of a downer. Kind yeah, of, she's kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer, Gail. You know what nobody likes? Bummers. <laughs> bad attitudes. Especially, listen, you can have a bad attitude once you know somebody, but in yeah. the beginning, it's got to be light. You got to yeah, be yeah. fun. She doesn't know how to have fun, Gail. Except for you. When, you. when I met you, you had a real bad attitude. But you like that. I like that. Yeah. Superior male ego usually stays intact. Ooh. <laughs> I felt that right in my heart. <laughs> Any particular personality that you look for in a man? I like men that uh, respect and care about their family a lot because if they love their family... They won't be hitting on you. <laughs> no, they'll, they usually have more respect for you if they love their family. Oh, you're talking about like mom, dad, that yeah. kind of thing. Probably a pretty good perception. Uh, she agreed to let the audience choose her date. We're going to show everybody the oh, three no. men to choose Why from. Why do you let the First audience is, uh, choose? Glenn, he thinks that most... Oh, my God. Some of the fucking shots they used to 
I know. show. Dude, I forgot the premise that they, so they do, the audience chooses who you go on a date with, yeah. and then you go on the date, and then you come back and you discuss the date. That's the premise of That's Love the Connection. premise of the show, yeah. And it's all based on the 30-second clip that we see of some clown that yeah. she has to go on and a date with. And the guy's... It, Oh my God! They're what, like, what's he like? Let's go. Well, there's a few of I'm so them. Cu- I'm dying to see the show again now. I know, right? I think I thought they were bringing it back. They tried to. I think Lonnie Love was trying. I don't know the no, story. You got to have fucking Chuck host the show. Come on, it's Chuck. a new new season, new era. You need it's to have Chuck Woolery. We're back. Going to remind us who the audience chose. Michael chose Michael. All right, Michael. What's Michael look like? Michael Valentino. Uh, Michael has a bit of a mullet, a mustache, a, an elongated face like he may be missing a chromosome somewhere. Mm, um, sounds great. He is pretty, pretty bad looking. All right. Well, lucky game. How are you doing, Chuck? It's going to be, it's gonna be a battle. Tell me about the date. Well, it started out, he picked me up, and he was right on time, which I really appreciated. Good. That was mm-hmm. nice. What did you think of him when And he looked really good. He looked just like his video, or better. Mm-hmm. And we decided to go to lunch first. Did you? So this was in the and afternoon, obviously. Yeah, he picked morning. me up at noon. Okay. Now, what did you think of her? I was just completely blown away. <laughs> gorgeous she had. She was just really radical. She had really skin-tight jeans on with leather lacing in the front, and this oh. skin-tight yellow sweatshirt. Huh. Just hugged every curve of her body. And she walks like Morticia, too. Did you notice that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to lunch or brunch? We or went to lunch. We went to a, a restaurant in the hills. It's a health food restaurant. We both are into health food, oh, yeah. which is nice. And just when the lunch was about to be served, a bird pooped on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? You're going to poop a lot, too, after that health food. <laughs> you're definitely going to poop a lot. You're going to fart a lot after you eat healthy. Which side of the hand was it? I mean, were you trying uh, to catch it at the time? Or? <laughs> it was on my left hand. <laughs> kind of embarrassing, I guess. Oh, God, say the least. Yeah. It, right when I was looking romantic. Well, what do you do with it? I mean, you know, it's like... <laughs> First, I wanted to wipe it off, but I didn't have any <laughs> Kleenex or anything to wipe it off with. So I'm sitting there staring at it for a while. <laughs> like, I looked over at her, we started laughing. What if he's like, and then I decided to lick it off? He's a real mouth breather, this guy. Really? Yeah. She seems to like him. She does. I thought this was going to be like one of those. Well, when I saw him, mm-hmm. I was super disappointed. <laughs> he looks like a rapist. <laughs> you know how I feel about that, Chuck. The- <laughs> I sure do. Yeah, Gail. Gail seems. Mike, she already good. made it clear. Not a fan of rape. <laughs> Remember on that show, Blind Date, with uh, Roger Lodge. Blind Date was really for the animals. I loved that of show. Of course. God, I could watch that for fucking days. That's the TMZ of dating shows. That's the best. Yeah. And they would have like little pop-ups, wouldn't they? Like to kind of shit on the person like, this guy's a liar. He said he works that at show, the grocery store. Here's what they were like. They, they basically said, here's what we want to happen. We want them to fuck on the show. Of course. Or we want them to assault each other on the show. Of course. Those are the two options. Of course. And that's what you wanted as the viewer. Of course. I want to see them, like, like I want to Fucking see you giving a hand job under the table and you're being like, oh my God, because <laughs> they were always hammered. Or yeah. I want fucking her to take a shot, like th- swing at him. Of course. And every episode ended up at Splash. Where I worked <laughs> my first job in LA. <laughs> now, for the, Splash doesn't exist anymore. No, though. it's done. Splash, it used to say, it said Splash, the relaxation spa. Charlie and I got a job there when we moved to LA. Our very first job. <laughs> Splash. And we, we both thought, like, oh, a spa? I can work at a spa. Yeah. Like, I'll fold towels. Sure. It's I mean, gonna, I just need a job. It's going to smell like eucalyptus in yeah, there. Yeah, I like spas. Candles, right? Oh, my God. So uh, we didn't realize that <laughs> we, went, we went there and we're like, he was like, there's a room, they have hot tubs and beds. And we're like, oh, so like, what spa services do you offer? And they were like, none. <laughs> These are just rooms where you rent by the hour. They have hot oh, tubs. Huh, wait a minute. Hmm. What kind of spa is this? And then he was like, people will come in and they'll ask you if you can get a prostitute for them and we don't do that, okay? <laughs> I was like, okay. You get that prostitute before you come here. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes people would meet their <laughs> prostitute at the spa. That was my favorite when they didn't know each other yet. And here's what was the uh, best part of that is that they would always be nervous you know, of course, because they're getting meeting a prostitute at sure at Splash, and they would meet them there, and they were like, "Oh, can I go to the room?" And we had a policy where all the 
the whole party had to be there before they could go to the room. Oh, no. So they had to sweat it out in the lobby, and they would just be like, like, fig- <laughs> like just fucking back and forth. I'd be like, oh, can I just go to the room? And I'd be like, no, yeah. The entire group has to be here. Oh, my God. And then a guy Poor. would be like, um, two guys would walk in. They'd be like, Todd? Like, Mario? <laughs> yeah, you call me. Oh, okay, I'm ready to go to the room. I'm like, okay, guys. And then we'd walk <laughs> to the room, and then you go to the room, and fucking 10 minutes later, they would split, and you go to the room, and there's like three used condoms. Oh, my God. He's got, he's got plug from both ends. Yeah. It's pretty nice, right? And then do they give you your own cum bucket to swab up jizz, or you have to... Yeah, no, they had their own cum swiping materials. Yeah. Charlie quit before I did. I was like, I can I can do this, <laughs> and I couldn't do it. Or more like, I really need to do this, because yeah. I really need the money. Yeah, I needed the job, but I was uh, I worked at a... I was a cum dog. I was working at a cum... <laughs> you were not the cum dog. No, but I was working at a cum dog place. Facility that facilitates... Facilitates dogs that like cum. The dogs who lap it up. How disgusting do you think the jacuzzis were? I mean, so gross. And you know, one time we, because um, every once in a while, it wasn't just hookers. Every once in a while, <laughs> uh, couples would come. Because sure. it'd be like a, a romantic kind of thing you, you, in your mind. Like, hey, let's go to this place. They have these awesome rooms. And like, I remember this couple came, they rented a room, and they come and they're like, there's pubic hair. <laughs> Like in the sink. What? And I was like, really? <laughs> I went and cleaned it up. Ugh. Did you did you wear gloves at of least? Of course. And then they'd be like, he's like, this is nasty. And I wanted to be like, yes, your instincts are correct. <laughs> but I'd be like, no, man, it's fine. And he refused and they ended up leaving. Of course. Now, how much did it cost to go to Splash? Uh, they had different tier rooms. The Barcelona room. <laughs> Oh, like you're in España. Yes. Are you going to have tapas in the jacuzzi? I think the cheapest room was either 45 or 55 an hour. It's not bad. No, and that was for like the lower tier. But then upstairs, and I ended up watching porns that I saw. I was like, oh, they're they're, they're <laughs> filming that in Splash. Oh. they would shoot there too, you know. People How could. nice. So the rooms upstairs, there was a Greek, like um, Olympia room. Mm, I wonder who liked that one. There was the... Uh, Japanese garden room, no businessmen, and then there was one more, and they they had they were more elaborate, much bigger rooms, themed, you know, hot tub rooms. It's pretty neat. It's so disgusting. A lot of cum in that place. A so lot. much cum. Now that you said that, so there's a jacuzzi and a bed, mm-hmm. so that you because I was like, how do people fuck? You don't want to fuck in a jacuzzi all the time. Um, so the bed was like a twin size bed, I'm assuming, or like a couch kind of bed. It was like a twin size bed. Okay. Um, in all the lower tier rooms, and I think the the rooms upstairs had bigger beds. That's nice. Yeah, and like crazy light, you know, patterns and you know. Oh, of course, yeah, it yes. has to be sexy, right? That's Very what sexy. That's what the fun sex is, is. Make it sexy is contrived themed rooms. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind 
with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. You know what? Speaking of sexy, we have a sexy clip. Could you imagine, though, Jeans? Yeah. Just before I forget to say this. This is before Yelp. Like, Splash existed before people could be like, run for your lives, you're going to get thrush from the jacuzzi. It's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. How did people get around before Yelp? You just took a chance on everything. Yeah, you did. Ugh, I hate taking chances. Um, But this is sexy. This Mm. is a clip that was sent to us. Was this filmed at Splash? It's not Splash. I think this man uh, filmed this at his own place. And here's the setup. A guy got a prostitute, and he's filming it with his cell phone camera. And we establish that he didn't give her that much money. Because he tells her how much he gave. I'll, I'll just giving you a heads up. Okay. This is a paid person. And um, we'll just give you a little, let's see here. Right now, the video starts and she's blowing him. Okay. You see a woman blowing a guy from his angle. <laughs> oh, girl, quit bullshitting. Come on. I can't do it. So <laughs> he's very soft right here. Right. Oh, she's, okay. She's like, I can't do it. So she already doesn't like his peener. Right. For she's whatever sucking reason. it, but she's like, I can't do it. He's like, come on. Yeah, you can. Uh, uh, no, I can't. Yeah, you can. Oh, yeah, she's doing it. I can't do it. Oh, I'm going to throw up. She just kind of says she's going to throw up, but she just backs away from it. I wonder what's wrong. Do you think his penis, his penis doesn't smell good or taste good? He maybe? looks delightful, and I'm mm-hmm. sure all his parts are nice. I don't know what the problem is. Huh. Maybe she's just one of those people that has um, like a serious gag reflex. Ah, uh, sure, sure. You know, some people just. You gonna throw out? Well, you gotta jack me off something for that twenty. You gonna do something? Oh man, come on! <laughs> oh, it's twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. She must be in a bad place. Nah, ain't no come home now. She here. Doing just fine. Just suck it like you're doing. Don't spy my mama. I won't. I'll let you know. So mm-hmm. that's a big point in this video. Okay. Don't do. What I think you're gonna do without giving me, a, he's like, I'll tell, I'll let you know. Right. I'm not gonna finish without telling you. That's a courteous thing. Suck that dick. Bullshit. She's really good. She's going at it now. Okay. She's doing good. Her job. Oh, good. She remembers that twenty. Oh, I'm so glad. Now he said right there, I'm gonna come. Okay, that was quick. I don't want to, but yeah. Well, they're, they're, there's edits in the video. Oh, that's a cup. I told you about the cup. Oh, girl. <laughs> that was awful. Oh, she gets up and she is not an attractive prostitute. It may surprise you that this $20 prostitute is not very good looking. She's about 280 she backs up off of it. She's spitting on the ground. What the fuck was that? That was some bullshit. Oh, you cold-blooded. She said, you're cold-blooded to him because he's complaining. I think he is. Yeah. I I'm not cold-blooded. You gave me some half-ass head. You put that shit in my mouth. I told you I was coming. You ain't hear me say that shit? Nah. You made me shit on myself. Oh, hell no. Uh. You got to be shitting me. Oh, so wow. she said, "You made me shit on myself." Oh, did she shit on herself? Yeah, she shit on the ground. There's a Aww. piece of shit there from from him ejaculating in her mouth. Well, she said when she gags, she shits. Oh, you know what? I would say. I mean, I understand she's probably in a bad way, 
to get $20 for a blowjob, but maybe, maybe you should do something else. Maybe not in your mouth, you know? Don't listen. Make me shit on my lips. Oh, hell no. There's shit on the ground. You got to be shitting me. See, when I throw up there, what I do. You ain't got no other towel, do you? No, I ain't got no other towel. Throw away with your shit. Oh. She is so abused, this woman. Yeah. They show her body. It's horrific. Really? Yes. Is like, she beaten and stuff? Well, she's just got a lot of, like, looks like burn marks. Well, I'm glad we played this. She this looks like good. she's about... <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, what part with the... 280, oh 290 pounds. This poor woman. <laughs> she fucking pukes and shit. Oh, my God. Again, I'm not... Wait. This is a comedy podcast, right? <laughs> this isn't to help the poor women of the streets. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot. This is really funny for you. Uh... <laughs> I mean, <it's>, uh... <laughs> Tommy, multiple choice. Two questions. <laughs> you sound. <laughs> Are you okay? I feel so funny. I can't believe I'm laughing this hard. <laughs> You're like your dad in this one. Huh? No, that's funny. Maybe to me. I don't know if I see what's so funny. You see what's funny. I think uh I don't know. I just feel bad for her. Why? What is it? What? Uh cool. Uh. You have any other funny, <laughs> funny clips you want to share? <laughs> Burned women giving blowjobs they don't want to give to dudes. Uh my God. Um, well, what else were we making fun of? Oh, yeah. People are saying they love shaky jeans. Oh, good. Um, people were saying, uh, of course, that we're, <sighs> we're bad for making fun of, oh, of course. Yeah, shaky jeans. Someone suggested that we watch the episodes and then comment. I, you know, I might if I could... F- I- Ay ay ay. I saw the uh the promo for it and it is fucking terrible. For what? Shaky Jean show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is it's so I, I you know, I, I'm conflicted because I have empathy for him. I get it. I, I'm not by no means mocking people with illness. Yeah. But uh gosh, to put him up on a sitcom just seems really fucking ridiculous. So the it feels like the Emmanuel Lewis thing of like, you know what's a great hook? Being sick, mm-hmm. being in need of medical care, like just—he's a big star. What's we're bringing back a big star? <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> What's the difference between him then and now? I mean, yeah, he's got pretty, yeah, it's pretty, pretty progressive Parkinson's, but it'll be a funny show. He's a great actor, right? The comedy. I mean, how did they pitch the comedy of this? Like, the, get it? The Parkinson's jokes write themselves, guys. Like, oh my god, <laughs> guys. <laughs> You guys don't see how funny this show? Like, who talks? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just so fucking appalling, Parkinson's. Who well, the I wanna... fuck wants to watch a half-hour show about Parkinson's every week? <laughs> <laughs> it's the most depressing show um, I have ever heard of. Well, we've been told that when we say that, we are um, really... <laughs> we're, we're making them feel inferior and worse, people with these... You know what I mean? Okay. Why are you pitying? Don't pity them. That makes them feel even worse. Right. Yeah, I agree. That's the, the, I totally am, and I totally I do pity him. I, I it, what it does is evoke emotions in me of fear, mm-hmm. of terror. I don't want to have Parkinson's, and, right? And to have to watch him every week, watch Shaky Jeans, act like it's not unfun having park. I think that's the thing. Is like uh, it's totally fine having Parkinson's. Like, no, I'm sure it sucks. Actually, well, maybe they don't. But you don't think they cover that? I don't want to know. I, I don't want to fucking watch a guy with Parkinson's. That's not your comedy choice. It's not funny for me. It's just not fun. I, I don't want to. I guess we're different. <laughs> I don't want to watch. I also don't watch hospital dramas. I don't give a fuck about. I don't want injuries. But I don't want to hear about cancer. What this goes back Jesus to is Christ. what we were saying about the camping stuff yesterday. Right, right, right. Which is basically, um, you're you're just you're leaving it just up to everybody. No, no, but like you're late. <laughs> 
You don't want to watch that stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. But, but you don't care if somebody else watches it. It is infuriating, though, that they give Shaky Jeans a sitcom and not, say, Tom Segura or Christina Pajitsky. Oh, right. And they're rehashing this guy that was a star a million years ago mm-hmm. who now is sick with Parkinson. It's like the most ridiculous thing that show business is doing right now, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Like, why are you guys doing that? Like, stop. See, I, I, don't, stop. I don't agree. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> I like it. You're going to watch it? Have you been DVRing it? Got every episode. The other Let's room. watch it. Let's try to watch one episode of the show. What do you say? Do you put in Shaky? <laughs> do I put in Shaky? Well, how do you search for that show? What's it called? I don't even know what it's... Yeah, I think it's called The, the Michael. The Michael... The Mike... J.J.J. Fox Show? Michael Shakes Fox? Michael Shakes Fox Show? Oh, and the most infuriating part is that his TV wife is like super, super hot. People really get a, hate that. Women hate that about yes. men uh, in sitcoms. Yes. That was the big knock they had on uh, Kevin James when he was had his show. I people would always like be Kevin like, James. no, I like him too. But people, the critics would always, people who hate him or hate it would be like, oh, I'm sure this big fat fuck has a hot wife. <laughs> like, that was always the thing people go for. But it's the not, thing is, it's, it's not that far. I don't think that's... When people point that out, the thing is that it's not off from reality. Like, big fat guys have beautiful wives. I have a beautiful wife. <laughs> In our situation, huh? Sure. I don't know. I think with shaky jeans. It happens jeans, all the time. But I think, I think in shaky jeans, you would have to have a wife who um, is a little hardier, is what I'm saying. The woman that they've cast is like Susie Sunshine. Like, she's blonde and the world is amazing. She's like Kelly Ripa. Like, I think if you are dealing with uh, a husband yeah. with Parkinson's, you should be a little grittier. Don't you feel like a I, I woman see. who's resilient? But you're trying to base the show... Like you're trying on to how make I'd it. see the world. Right, but this show, it's a lighthearted, fun Parkinson's oh, comedy. I'm sorry, I forgot. So you're forgetting that like in most Parkinson's comedies, you have oh, that feel. What if all the networks, <laughs> this becomes a hit, oh, and no. they all go, oh, no, we, need, please, please. Uh, we need an Alzheimer's comedy. <laughs> we need uh, a Lou Gehrig's disease comedy. <laughs> Is Lou Gehrig alive? Is he still around? No. Oh, but that God. would be the show where someone's like in a bed like... <laughs> And they're like, that's Sam. He's the star of the show. It's the Terry Schiavo Hour. Ah! This is Bill. He's going to star in the show. (laughs) He has seven T cells left. He's got really full-blown AIDS. If you sneeze in the room, he'll die. But it's going to be a funny, funny season. Is this show called... um What's my T cell? Yeah, or just teeing around? It's, it's called uh, thirteen counting backwards, and that's how many T cells he has left. Thirteen cells and counting. Yeah, yeah, and counting, and then in parentheses down. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, and I'm telling you, if this is a success, we're going to see sitcoms featuring like like. I mean, there already was a retarded sitcom. Remember, life goes on. Yeah, uh, uh, what was his name? Corky. Corky had a girlfriend, even he got married, and that's Corky. That's right. I couldn't watch that fucking show either. I don't want to watch that. Why? It's a bummer to see a retarded guy. Absolutely, it bums me out. It really bums. I feel bad for him. I have empathy. I cannot. I can't take it. You're very much upsetting people who (laughs) have disabilities. No, really. I'm not, but that's not. I'm. I, I don't see illness as a dis as a disability. I see dis like people with like missing limbs and crap. That doesn't bother me. Right. I'm saying I, I feel retarded. Kid. I mean, we're gonna make him tell jokes and stuff. We're gonna make. But it's empowering. Dance then, and right? shake like a clown. It's empowering to those people to have that show. Is it empowering? I think so. Sure. Imagine I, all the people that do have Down syndrome that are at home. And they get to see somebody that looks like them starring in a television show. But did Corky want to be an actor? Do we know that he's? I mean, I don't know that consenting. But, I, but I I, that's what I'm saying is that he is not of mental. He's consenting. He is. Come on, he's not like I don't know what's going on. There's a fucking production no, but he, crew. But he was a kid when his yeah. Most knew, children in show business don't don't really. I believe they're so young. How do they know their parents yeah, are pushing them in? No, but he wasn't like he wasn't a baby. He knew what was going on. It feels exploitive to me. Well, they knew. He knew. Later, because I remember reading an article about like what he's doing now, and he was working like at some local, you know, place where he had a real job, and you know, they, you know, he saved a lot of money from those days, and they said that like 
I remember was talking about like just doing the math of purchasing something and how he was getting good at that, like you know, going to the grocery store, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I know. I j- I don't lump people with disabilities into people with like Parkinson's, though. You don't think Parkinson's is a disability? It's a sickness. Well, yeah, but doesn't that, doesn't that like you need? Doesn't that like fall into that? I don't fucking know. All I know is a guy that had his arm blown off in the in the military. That's a disability. I don't equate that with like. With the shaky jeans, for some reason. Well, I understand. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I don't fucking know. Look, I don't what know. Do I know my stupid world. I grew up in the the valley. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. All I know is what scares me. Honestly, it makes me feel uncomfortable. It, it terrifies me to think that one day I might wake up and be shaky jeans. Of course. So I don't want to watch it. It's just like watching a show about death. I don't want to fucking watch it because then it reminds me of my own mortality. You know what you are? My fear of it. What a human. Crying, motherfucker. <laughs> Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? I'm emotional. I'm a vulnerable human being, Tom. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And here's my... I always go back to this. I don't think there's anything wrong with anybody having either preference. There might be somebody out there that says, you know what? If I had it my way, every show would star retarded yeah, people. Yeah, great. Enjoy it. Yeah. Go make a retarded network. <laughs> go have your fucking retarded soap operas, retarded game shows. Yeah. Retarded love connections. Go ahead, knock yourself out. I'm not telling. I'm not prescribing it for the world. I'm just saying I can't. T- I can't take shaky jeans. I grew up watching Michael J. Fox. I, I had a crush on him. I loved him as a kid. You know, I, I can't see him like this. I don't like it. Yeah. he was a beloved star of my childhood, and I, I it kills me to see him looking like that, talking like that. My whole problem with the show, honestly, is that it just looks like a bad show. It's a shit fucking show too. Yeah. yeah. Do we not? Has that not been said? Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's the uh, the whole point. Most looks, of them, suck. but that's the other thing. It's not just because he has Parkinson's. No, most all... network shows are fucking garbage. Garbage. Who's watching? I can't even laugh at uh, these fucking piece of shit sitcoms. Yeah, yeah. Well, <sighs> if you guys know Michael J. Fox, please have him call into the show. <laughs> all right, we love you. I love you. Bye, jeans. Thanks for listening. Keep those jeans up. Keep pull them up. High. Pull them up. Keep them high and tight. Guys, away. You're just an out of body experience.